The story of the Bible is that our fellowship with God, which was lost in the beginning, is being restored through the ministry of Christ. And as Christians, we believe that we can get to know the one true and living God through the pages of his word. In today's episode, we're going to be jumping right into John chapter 13, because why not? Hi guys, welcome back to the Why Not podcast with me, Connor JC. And I hope that you are having a beautiful Monday. How was your weekend? Not to flex, but my best friend got married. So that is how my weekend was. I was wearing shoes that were one size too small and I was walking for like 10 hours, but we vibe, we vibe. Oh, in all honesty, I'm so proud of my best friend. It's, it's, it's a whole lot of emotions, isn't it? Yeah. Has anyone got engaged or married or pregnant or deposited a baby into this world in your in your life during lockdown? I feel like that's kind of the time everyone's doing. There's there's nothing else to do. So yeah, I remember one day I looked on Facebook and like three posts in a row were three of my friends getting engaged. And I was like, okay, it's, it's, it's that time of year. There we go. So yeah. How about you? Let me know. What is your weirdest quarantine lockdown covid situation and by weirdest i mean if people are getting married that's weird to me anyway let's jump right in to john chapter 13 now before the feast of the passover when jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the father having loved his own who were in the world he loved them to the end during supper when the devil had already put it into the heart of judas iscariot Simon's son to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and, taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterwards you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not only my feet only, but my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, The one who is bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him. That was why he said, Not all of you are clean. When he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and lord, and you were right, for I am so. If I then, your teacher and lord, had washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do just as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, A servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I am not speaking of all of you. I know whom I have chosen. But the scripture will be fulfilled. He who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I am telling you this now before it takes place, that when it does take place, you may believe that I am he. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever receives the one I send receives me and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. After saying these things, Jesus was troubled in his spirit and testified, Truly, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he spoke. 
One of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, was reclining at table at Jesus' side. So Simon Peter motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So that disciple, leaning back against Jesus, said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is he to whom I will give this morsel of bread when I have dipped it. So when he had dipped the morsel, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Then after he had taken the morsel, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, What you are going to do, do quickly. Now no one at the table knew why he said this to him. Some thought that because Jesus had the money bag, Jesus was telling him, Buy what we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. So immediately after receiving the morsel of bread, he went out, and it was night. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and glorify him at once. Little children, yet a little while I am with you, you will seek me. And just as I said to the Jews, so now I also say to you, Where I am going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow until you have denied me three times. Amen. Wowzers. That last bit always just makes me sad. How often is that us? We have those moments where we're like, ha, yeah, I would die for you, Lord. And then we sin or we don't speak up when we should when we deny him in our heart and in our life. Just like Peter, crying, knowing that we are weak as humans and then remembering that God is faithful. <laughs> and that new commandment, it's sad to see the state of the church like universally. As you guys know, I do a lot of online stuff and it's crazy to see people, Christians, tearing each other down. There's no unity in the gospel. And yeah, just... I. I understand denominations, I understand different church structures, but it still breaks my heart to see God's people so divided. Huh. I think that if I could change one thing about the church, it would be unity. One mind, one gospel. Hmm. Book of Philippians is agreeing with me. <laughs> but yeah, anyway... I will post these study questions for this chapter on my Instagram. And yeah, until tomorrow where we jump into John chapter 14. Goodbye, God bless, and I'll see you in the next one. <laughs>